May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In yesterday's window newsletter is a photo I took last weekend while I was visiting my granddaughter for her one-year baptism anniversary. I'm her grandmother and her godmother, so it was important to me to be with her on this special day and to be in church with her, hearing God's Word, singing hymns, sitting with her at the children's sermon, receiving communion together, and of course playing in the carpeted play area and doling out Cheerios as needed. Worshiping with a 15-month-old is a challenge and a privilege. Together, we heard the message from Father Joel that Jesus is alive, that Jesus loves you, that Jesus knows your name. I heard it, she heard it, and together we are formed and sustained in faith. Now, the photo in the window is not from our morning in church. It was taken later Sunday afternoon when we went to the mall near their house to escape the blistering heat. In the picture, you can see my son holding his daughter's hand and pointing. Let's go there. Let's see what is up ahead, what we might discover together. She's tiny just two and a half feet tall. But she is trusting that her dad will lead her, care for her, protect her. Watching them together from a distance, I prayed hard for her future, for her safety, for her to know the love of God and to know always that she is beloved in God's eyes. We have all been praying extra hard for the young people in our lives this week. On Saturday, June 10th, young people from Trinity and all over our diocese will be confirmed. They will stand up and affirm the faith promises made on their behalf when they were baptized. We pray for them and for their families that this faith and trust in God will continue to grow, that their faith will be robust and sustain them through all the days of their life, that they will know the love of God and always know themselves to be beloved. Lots of prayers. In today's gospel, we hear Jesus praying to God for us, for everyone. Jesus says to God the Father, I ask not only on behalf of these right here, my friends, the disciples, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. 
So this happens at the Last Supper, in his final words to his disciples, when he knows the violence that awaits him. In that moment, he looks ahead to all of us, and he includes us, his friends, in his prayer to God the Creator, the Father, the One, the capital A. And he prays that we will recognize how connected we are to him, to the Creator, and to one another. That we will know divine love, divine unity. Know ourselves to be called beloved, in harmony with all of creation, in spite of the violence around him in spite of the violence all around us. Jesus knows God the Father, and he knows that love surpasses all else. And he prays that we will know it, live it together in unity with one another and with God. Today, right after this service, we will pray in the memorial garden for those whose earthly lives are over. Friends of Jesus whose prayers continue to surround us here, whose lives are a part of our lives. Jesus says, I pray on behalf of those who believe in me through their lives, through their words and prayers, that we all Maybe one. Now, he doesn't mean that we are all the same, but rather made of the same stuff, made in the image of God, sharing kinship with one another by our baptism, by our humanity. We are made into one family, belonging to each other and to God. In her Sunday morning musing on this passage, Diana Butler Bass says, When human beings forget that we belong to one another, we cannot love and we cannot live without fear and violence. To believe, she says, means to trust, to hold dear, to give our hearts to. That's what Jesus hopes for that the whole world would trust in our shared oneness with the one who creates all people, all living things. So Jesus came to live among us to proclaim this truth, to live it, to demonstrate with his life that it is possible to live in harmony with God and with others, with creation, and he calls his followers, those original ones, and everyone who's come since, each one of us, to do the same. This has been an especially hard week. In a season of hard weeks, months, and years. 
fear and violence seem to capture us. I, for one, find it difficult to trust that things will get better. I pray, and sometimes my prayers feel small, insignificant. But today's gospel reminds me that my prayers join with your prayers, and together our prayers join with Jesus' prayers. I picture that there is this great stream of hope and love that gathers in the light of Christ. Jesus prays for us always. He looks backwards and forwards. He prays for us, with us, brings us into his relationship with the source of all love. Father, he says, the world does not know you, but I know you. And these know you that you have sent me. I have made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I'm in them. This is good news, my friends, in Christ. For we do not ever pray alone. Jesus ascended, seated at the right hand of his Father, our Father, prays with us and for us, welcoming us into divine oneness, intimacy with divine love. When we trust in this reality of our connection with God and with one another, we are free, free to act with compassion and hope, free to live without fear, free to stand up against violence and hatred, to resist the evil powers that seek to destroy God's children. What one thing might you do today to witness to this love? To encourage someone else in faith? How might you shift the thought from fear and despair to hope and love? Not in a sentimental Hallmark card kind of a way but with deep knowledge and awareness that Christ is alive. Christ loves you. Christ knows your name. And Christ holds you and your loved ones in his prayers, in our prayers together with him. That is a foundation for courage, for bold praying, for trusting that love defeats death. May we join our prayers together this day as one body in Christ, in love, with love, by the love of Christ that is in us, with all who have come before, with those given into our hands to care for, and for all those who will come after us. I want to leave you with a little quote 
from William Sloan Coffin. May God give us the grace to never sell ourselves short. The grace to risk something big for something good. And the grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but the truth. And too small for anything but love. Amen.